Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, what the heck is going on in the Call of Duty World at War? It's not that. World War II's multiplayer beta launch thing. It's happening this month. We have a way better uh, idea what's going on. So, check this out. The beta will feature the Point de Hoc, Andrenese, I'm not saying that right, and Gibraltar maps. I know that word. Uh, developer Sledgehammer notes there will be at least three multiplayer maps included in this beta test. So, uh, there could be... Well, you know what you're probably going to get? You're going to get those maps, but then multiple game types around those maps. That's Call of Duty's thing, right? Uh, anyway, they're going to have a, uh, uh, a new mode called War. They think they're going to, uh, according to them, keep the World War II feel very fresh. Specifically, be able to uh, check out an Operation Breakout, described as the first war mode experience. Beta testers will also have the opportunity to experience Divisions, not The Division but Divisions, which serve as the replacement for the Pick 10 customization system that Call of Duty games have been using for a very long, long time. The Infantry, Expeditionary, Airborne, Armored, and Mountain Divisions will all be available. However, you're going to have limited progression because we're not done with that yet. So you're not going to get all the unlocks or any of that stuff yet. Uh, They said this in a quote, This is a test of the private multiplayer beta and will feature an introduction to portions, uh, sorry, to a portion of the player's soldier progression and the underlying foundation of divisions and we can't wait to hear your thoughts on it the final design of this feature will continue to be fine-tuned as development continues from now through launch can't wait to see all right speaking of the division well okay that world war ii stuff is not the division but Speaking of divisions, the division, the game itself, the Ubisoft game, has a big free 1.7 update coming. It's launching this week, and here's what you can expect. I kind of miss this game. I'm not going to lie. I might pop back in to see what's going on. I mean, the ongoing support has been there and impressive and, you know, kind of what they committed to. I assume that the player base is doing okay. Uh, But anyway, most of the update, uh, at least the significant bits, are global events, which are limited time events with special gameplay modifiers that play, uh, rather, pay out exclusive rewards. So imagine, uh, I don't know, like rifts opening up in MMO type things where it's like, oh, I gotta get over here and fight this thing real quick. And these events will begin uh, on a regular basis, provide the option to activate additional modifiers for some missions and incursions. They say it will add a layer of, quote, challenge that gives them a chance to yield more rewards. First of these events begins just after the patch drop, so that runs August 15th. That's tomorrow. Uh, That's 9 a.m. Pacific, looks like. And that will run until August 22nd. Uh, It will feature, quote, a new enemy behavior due to the severity of the virus outbreak in the world of Division, the Division. New gear on the way, of course, uh, that's overhauled some feats. And uh, that's now been called... They're called commendations now, no longer called feats. Uh, Let's see what else. Survivor mode has been improved and should allow players to reach higher scores. Anyway, 
whole bunch of cool stuff. Oh, also encrypted caches, which hold a type of loot box sort of thing. Hey, guess what? Video games. Everyone's doing loot boxes. Who, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have known? Good old games. GOG.com is giving away free games and selling $3 pinatas with mystery games inside them. You could get a game worth 49 bucks in there. So if you grab Deadlight Director's Cut for free right now, as an example, you now have the option to buy one of these things. It's basically more loot boxes, but these are like real life ones, kind of. Anyway, it's a new sale. It's a little bit different than usual. Uh, it's also giving away, like I said, a free game. The freebie is Deadlight, the 2012 side-scroller developed by Rhyme and the Sexy Brutal Studio Tequila Works. I tried that game. I didn't like it. I tried to play the Sexy Brutal. I didn't like it. Anyway, you specifically get the Director's Cut Edition for free, which includes a new mode, impri- uh, improved controls, enhanced uh, visuals, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's free right now and through the 16th, which is Wednesday? Anyway. As for the sale, it's unusual in that you don't know what you're going to be getting. So this Pinata Madness thing, you offers up these $3 Pinatas, $2.99. It's a mystery box there. After purchasing one, you open it and find out what game's in there. And they can be anywhere from games that carry the regular price of 6 bucks all the way up to 45 bucks. And these are full games, not DLC or anything like that. This is like straight up games. So possible titles could include Pillars of Eternity, Shadow Warrior 2, Heroes of Might and Magic 5, Victor Vran. I played that. It's good. Saints Row 4. That's not the full list. But uh, anyway, you got till October 21st to get the pinata deal. And then you have up till the 28th to open them. So a little extra time if you wanted to hang on to them. I don't know why you would. Why wouldn't you just buy them and open them? But anyway, give it a shot. See what you think. Good old games at GOG.com. I am here to bring you the top 10 UK sales chart video games. Currently sitting for six weeks in a row at number one, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that's right. Crash Bandicoot's insane trilogy, this is that remake deal, is uh, continuing its dominance at the UK charts this week. Comes out on top of the country's physical game charts, and uh, that makes a total of six weeks at the top since its June launch. Wait, that can't be right. That's more than six weeks ago. That makes no sense. Anyway, meaning the remaster collection has achieved the most weeks at number one for a PS4 exclusive title and the most weeks at number one for any title so far in 2017. It's kind of a big deal. Anyway, you also see Grand Theft Auto slip one place to number three. I mean, that game... Does that game just print money? Is that what that does? It's not really a game anymore. It's just a money printer. Below that, you have uh, Fallout 4 at number two, Dishonored at four, Doom at number five, Splatoon 2, which was in the second spot for a couple of weeks, is now at number six. And uh, anyway, the game's performing so well, that uh, Bandicoot game, I'll bet that means we get more of that. Sony revealed last week that the remaster trilogy was the best-selling title on PSN in the U.S. as well last month. I don't understand why. I don't think that game's... I mean, it's okay. I don't think Crash Bandicoot was ever that good. I'm not trying to editorialize this news here, but I, I guess I am. 
for that, I apologize. At any rate, uh, may you all find great happiness and joy in all your bandicooting. Video Games Daily. I'm Scott Johnson. Uncharted 4 is expanding. You thought that game was done. You thought it was over. No. New survival mode, character, and more skins coming. Lost Legacy coming uh, to uh, Uncharted 4 and more. All kinds of cool stuff. I like that. I feel like, you know, my 60 bucks might be uh, extended a little bit for what I paid for that game. Anyway, it's more than a year old now, right? Naughty Dog is not finished supporting its celebrated PlayStation 4 game just yet. Uh, the update will be out on August 22nd. That's next week. Adds character from Uncharted The Lost Legacy. And uh, also you get some skins. Oh, the, char- the character is Asav or Asav. You also get skins for Chloe and Nadine based on their appearances in the upcoming standalone game. That's a good way to advertise that, I guess. And uh, the new character is playable in Uncharted 4 survival and multiplayer modes and has what they call a uniquely menacing voiceover. Uh, also new on August 28th will be the Survival Arena. It's a spin on the survival mode that introduced uh, over 100 new waves of never-seen-before uh, enemies, siege zones, and other wave modifiers. If you're playing that game, you'll know what all that is. Anyway, in other news, Naughty Dog also announced an iOS message stickers thing based on the Lost Legacy. So, I guess get your phone on. Looking forward to Lost Legacy and maybe more Uncharted 4. <laughs> Today, the PlayStation Store added a bunch of new PS4 games. Uh, Matterfall, Undertale, among them. That's exciting. You can also get Sonic Mania, Agents of Mayhem from those... Uh, oh, uh, the Saints Row people made that. Kind of interested in that, but I need to hear more about it. Need to see more reviews. Uh, Polygon did not like it, but sometimes I don't like Polygon, so who knows. Anyway, the, uh, the only... PS4 exclusive sole first party game is uh, Matterfall. It's a side-scrolling action platformer from the Resogun and Next Machina developer, Housemark. They also did that uh, zombie shooter thing. You know the ones. Uh, what was the other one called? The, the the one where you flew around the planet and shot the rocks? Something HD? Something HD. Forgot the name. Anyway, that's happening. You take on the character known as Avalon Daro, a hero for hire. You got to eradicate dangerous alien technologies known as smart matter. Uh, looks like reviews are in the six out of ten, seven out of ten range or so. Uh, I actually think their next Machina game that I picked up on Steam is real good, so maybe that's the one you should be playing. Anyway, you can get all of that, including uh, Undertale, which is a cross-buy item, it will be available on Vita as well as PlayStation Four for the low, low price of fifteen bucks. And uh, people love that Undertale game. People are into that thing. Uh, And Sonic Mania, which is showing up on all the other platforms as well. Very curious about Sonic Mania. Why, some are saying it's a good Sonic game. That would be new, wouldn't it? (laughs) 
Nintendo Switch eShop added two brand new games today. So I guess get out there and grab it. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, the games are Sonic Mania and the action adventure game Troll and I uh, join the burgeoning, slowly growing, but looks like things are going okay library there on the Nintendo Switch platform. Sonic Mania in particular is a noteworthy release. It marks the long-awaited return to form for the Sega series. At least that's what they're saying. Uh, I talked about this a bit on the last segment, but you know, we'll see. Again, I need to know if it's going to be. If it's good, I may that may be the platform I get it on because I'd probably want to play it in bed or something. Uh, reviewing high though, eight nines, some tens out of ten. It's pretty good. They say it's a charming celebration of the past and a natural progression for the series, and it's classic two D formula. And like I mentioned before, that's also available on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, The PC release was to be out today, but got pushed back to August 29th. Uh, So, uh, oh, and some are saying the Switch version may have some uh, issues with the device's power and uh, home and capture buttons and some other stuff. So I'm sure there's a patch forthcoming. But anyway, that's the the other game. You know, when's this? uh, August 17th. When's that? How long's that? Mario and Rabbit, the Rabbit's deal. Oh, that's on the 19th. Mmm. That's the game I'm looking for. You know what? I'm saving my money. I'm buying Mario plus Rabbids uh, on the 29th. Assuming it's it's good. It better be good. Oh, if it's not good, I'm going to be so sad. All right, you guys, it's a little odd of a story to talk about on video game news shows like this one, but did you know that soon, maybe, you can go to the movies once a day for 10 bucks a month? Once per day, you could potentially go to the movies 31 times in a month for $10 total, less than the cost of a ticket to your average movie theater? That's crazy, right? But uh, movie theaters are coming up with new ideas in this era of streaming services. So we now have new, uh, Movie Pass that could change everything. It allows its users to see movies in theaters for a low monthly fee, and uh, apparently it sort of varies by region and tier. But um, in New York, you pay fifty bucks a month for unlimited movies. Uh, they're dropping their fee to ten dollars. Potentially under the new subscription model, users could see, you know, like I said, thirty-one movies in a month. That seems crazy, though. Some people will do that, though. But th- then the idea is that a lot of people just straight up wouldn't. Um, but anyway, you send a debit card in the mail, pick up the movies they want to see through the MoviePass app, and then when you get to the theater, they swipe their MoviePass card. User's good to go. They just hop in there, and there you go. There are no blackout dates. Service is available at 4,000 theaters nationwide. I don't know if it's here. i got to find out. Anyway, uh, these changes come on the heels of MoviePass selling a majority stake of the company to Helios and Matheson Analytics, a data firm. They know data. Uh, Mitch Lowe, he's a co-founder of Netflix, by the way, currently runs MoviePass. That's interesting. Says the business model is years away. Uh, But he says it's no different than Facebook or Google. The more we understand our fans, the more we can target them. Uh, Currently, the MoviePass website and app are experiencing issues with the influx of new traffic. I think everybody in their right mind would just do this. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, I'm going to do it. Of course, I'm going to freaking do it. You're going to do it. We're all going to do it. Let's all do it. Welcome to Video Games Daily. 
Bad news. Crackdown 3 got delayed till spring of 2018. And uh, that's a bummer because I think that's probably the most anticipated Xbox One game of the year. <clears throat> Certainly the PC uh, PC folks are looking forward to it too, but Xbox One is where this thing was meant to shine. It's a long uh, storied series available on Xbox platforms and it is delayed. It was supposed to come out November 7th alongside the Xbox One X. They confirmed today it will be coming spring of 2018, as I mentioned before. Uh, in a statement, Microsoft Studios GM Shannon Loftus said delaying the game will give the studio Regent Games, Sumo Digital, and Cloud9, or Cloud Gine? They may have spelled that wrong. Uh, the time they need to deliver the hugely ambitious game to their quality standards. We're very excited about Crackdown 3, they say, and so are many fans. Well, yeah. So it's a difficult call to move the release date. However, we want to make sure to deliver the right game with the right quality and at the right time. Spring 2018. Anyway, they'll have some time to uh, focus on visual polish and uh, immerse people in a living world and all that sort of stuff. The bummer thing is, if you sell a bunch of those Xbox One Xs, what are you going to show off on there? Diablo 3 update today. Did you know what, it, uh, what happened there? Here's what it does. Diablo 3's PTR is an update. Big update for its public test realm on PC, bringing with it a bunch of balance changes, number of abilities that have been strengthened in the 2.61 patch, buffing their corresponding classes. The Barbarian's Bloodshed effect has been affected. The Necromancer is the newest of the game, has received a number of changes. Uh, but anyway, you may want to go look at those notes. Here's the thing. People are really, really into that Necromancer edition, and I like it too. Here's my problem, though. Uh, not my problem, but I found myself playing a whole bunch of of uh, Path of Exile, and it's a reminder that it's a different philosophy, right? So I don't think any action RPG feels as good as Diablo does, but it leaves something to be desired in terms of long-term content support. And that isn't to say that they haven't supported the game. They really have. But there's, you know, what are there, five acts total with the expansion? Four or five? Uh, Path of Exile is up to ten now. They keep putting out huge... Ch oh, that was a sound I didn't expect to hear. Hold on, let's have that pause. Let's, okay, geez, Louise. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I wish there was more to it. More in there for me to chew on. And I love, Di oh, man, I love Diablo, but I just need more game. The gameplay is perfect. The runes are perfect. Everything about the way the systems work, I love. I adore them. But I'm running the same rifts and the same dungeons and the same areas and the same stuff over and over and over and over. But anyway, there's some new stuff. I go check it out on the PTR if you want to check that out. All right? All right. Speaking of the Xbox One X, pre-order details probably going to get announced very soon. I don't know why they would do it this week. 
Unless they want to leak it early. Why wouldn't they just wait for Gamescom? But anyway, they've told us for now that you can expect details on Xbox One X pre-orders and uh, when that availability will happen and all of that. They're going to share more uh, tomorrow, the 17th. Today's the 16th. Asked on Twitter, Microsoft will make an announcement. Uh, They say they're going to do it definitely at Gamescom, but they're going to confirm it early, I suppose. This is according to Xbox uh, boss Phil Spencer, who said, we'll share more info on this tomorrow. So there you go. That's uh, uh, as specific as he got. So (laughs) we didn't get any more of that. But at the end of July, Spencer said Microsoft's plans to announce Xbox One X pre-orders was uh, the details were all set. So they were just, you know, matter of when they were going to announce it. Uh, The X, formerly known as Project Scorpio, originally shown at E3 2017, still not available for pre-order in the US, UK, or Australia. Uh, Listings do eventually go live. Console's going to cost a reported, well, they told us, they announced this, $500 US. Uh, The Xbox One launches on November 7th worldwide. Was supposed to have Crackdown 3. And it doesn't now. We'll see what happens tomorrow, though. Got some uh, reviews for you for a couple of games of interest, I believe. A little roundup of the, re- the reviews that are going around. Uh, Nidhogg 2, which launched on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, uh, came along this week. Pretty, I don't know, I love the first one, so I think this is a big sequel to Mezhoff's excellent sword dueling game. There's a multiplayer, two-player versus thing. So much fun. Nidhogg 2 pits two players against each other once again with the object being to stab your opponent and race past them to the next screen. So the core gameplay is still there. However, this time the game boasts a very different art style. It's almost like, I don't even know what to compare it to. It's like Clay Fighter in a weird way. Um, Some say these changes, the visual changes are a distraction. Otherwise, you know, people really like it. So there's a little bit of back and forth on that. But right now, here are some of your roundups. GameStop or spot gave it 7 out of 10 IGN 8 out of 10 uh, one of the things they said was the amount of action that can transpire within a couple of seconds in Nidhogg 2, play, uh, 2 makes for 2 player combat that is both intense and hilarious to play and watch with friends uh, Eurogamer says recommended they don't do scores Game Informer 8 out of 10 Destructoid 9.5 out of 10 Trusted Reviews 4 out of 5 a lot of people are... And you know what I see that art style as? Like a big middle finger to everybody who thinks they know how this should go. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're just going to be all weird now. Sorry. You wanted that old Atari-looking art? F off. We're doing a whole different thing and we don't care. It feels like a, a big fat bird. Uh, I'm excited to play it. Also, Sonic Mania reviews are in. Does it fix all the old problems? Is it back to its 2D roots? Well, for 20 bucks and a PS4, Switch, Xbox One, or PC, you could find out for yourself. GameSpot gave it 9 out of 10. IGN, 8.7 out of 10. Eurogamer called it essential. Saying Mania takes everything that was memorable about Sega's pioneering 2D platformers. The joy of the momentum, always teetering on the brink of disaster. Excuse me. And uh, have brought it back with great astonishment, they say. Polygon, 7 out of 10. U.S. Gamer, 4 out of 5. Game Informer, 8.5 out of 10. Looks like a pretty solid showing for how Sonic 
used to be played. Maybe the way it should have always been played. Anyway, get your game on this week. New games, good times. Have fun. Greetings, everyone. This is Video Games Daily. I'm Scott Johnson, your host, and Nintendo is selling lots of Switches. In fact, the Switch outsold the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in the U.S. in July. These numbers just in from the MPD. That's pretty crazy. All over all over the year, though, if you look at the year as a whole, PS4 is still in the lead. Best-selling console of the year this year. But, uh, man, the month belonged to the Switch. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Also, Splatoon 2 was July's best-selling game. So, obviously, all of this helped along with uh, Splatoon 2. Uh, for July 2017 hardware sales in the U.S., uh, the total came to $182 million. That's a 29% raise when compared to a year before. A lot of that due to the Switch uh, sales, of course. And the, uh, you know, PS4 is still going strong. Sadly, the Xbox One hardware did not... Uh, figure into that too much. In fact, the report from the MPD did not even mention Xbox One hardware, which is, I don't know, I find that a little bothersome. But anyway, on a year-to-year basis, hardware sales in the U.S. came to $1.6 billion. That's up 20%. And again, uh, the writers of the report said the Switch was the primary driver of growth. How would you like to be a driver of growth? That's a That's an okay thing to be. Destiny 2 Preload starts next week. A day one update has been confirmed. Do we even have to tell people that anymore? Because aren't day one updates just standard now? Every game, every big AAA game has a day one update, I swear. But anyway, it's almost time to play Destiny 2. I can't believe it's this close. The release is literally only a couple of weeks away. A few weeks away, I guess. If you want to play the game the moment it unlocks, the good news is you can preload the shooter very soon. If you digitally pre-order Destiny 2 on an Xbox One... Uh, you can preload beginning early next week, Bungie said in a blog post. And PlayStation 4 players, meanwhile, can start preloading on August 31st. Uh, I don't know why that would be, why the difference, but that's good for Xbox fans. Bungie also confirmed that Destiny 2 will have a day one update. This update will be available closer to the release of Destiny 2. That's a quote. Uh, they shared no details about what is in the update or how large it is or anything like that. Here's my bet. Four gig minimum. Scott's prediction. Take it for what you want. A reminder, the PC edition will not be uh, there for a while. It comes out in October. Uh, PC beta version for Destiny 2 starts this month, so you can do that uh, pretty quick. But yeah, console folks, uh, September 6th, Xbox One, PS4, getting their Destiny on. detail about the best-selling games in the U.S. during July of 2017. I mentioned earlier, Splatoon 2 landed in the top spot, uh, which is great. Congratulations to them. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy at number two. Grand Theft Auto 5, number three. Final Fantasy, what is that? 11? No, 10, 11, 12. 12, the Zodiac Age. Was it 12? Wait, 10, 1, 1. Yeah, 12, right? 
<laughs> and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild making up the top five. Top five video games. Two of them are Switch games. That's crazy. Year-to-date Ghost Recon Wildlands remains the best-selling game of 2017 so far. That also means that Ubisoft continues to be the top publishing uh, company for the year. Biggest publisher of the year, for sure. In total, game sales for uh, July 2017 amounted to $277 million. That does not include hardware, uh, which is up 17% year-over-year. Year-to-date dollar sales came to $2.7 billion. That's up 1%. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that, I'll tell you the rest of the list just for fun. Injustice 2 at number 6. Mario Kart 8 at 7. Overwatch at 8. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege at 9. And at number 10, NBA 2K17. I'm no genius, but I'm going to say the Switch did good. Quake Champions launches next week into paid early access. Yeah, I know. I mean, the game eventually is going to be a free-to-play game that anybody can download and start playing. But uh, they're going to start with a, a little prepaid or, you know, paid deal. Not un- not that unusual. A lot of games are doing it. But when it goes full launch, full, you know, retail, for lack of a better term, uh, it will be a free-to-play game. Uh, still, you know, weeks and weeks away from full release. Well, we don't know, actually. But it gets a lot closer this week. Out of closed beta and launches into early access. And uh, you're going to pay. Let's see if we can find out the cost. Well, anyway, here's the deal. Bethesda, uh, at first, was only offering paid versions of the game. Uh, That's if you want to try it out. Uh, You'll have to purchase what's called the Champions Pack. This bundle includes access to all 11 heroes, any future champions that are released, an exclusive early access skin for Ranger, and three loot chests. Uh, You know who does it? Battlerite did this, and I kind of liked it. I'll probably end up ponying up the dough here. Anyway, Bethesda also announced a couple, or sorry, the next playable uh, character coming to Quake Champions is the Doom Guy, whose official name is Doom Slayer, if you guys didn't know that. Doom Guy has the Berserk ability, allows him to destroy enemies with his bare hands. His passive is, not surprisingly, a double jump. He will be available next week. Company's adding more content as well, maps, stuff like that. Two new maps, in fact. Rune challenges, lore collectibles, uh, that let you lock, unlock a, a special skin, new customization stuff, all that. Anyway, it's going to cost you 30, 30 bones, 30 bucks to get in there. That price is going to go to 40 for that Champions Pack at launch. And there's still no uh, word on when the free-to-play version will go live. But, Bethesda said, uh, if you've already been playing the beta, you can continue to play a limited free version of the Early Access title that only lets you play the Ranger. So a lot of those folks are going to want to upgrade their access. They're probably going to do it. They're probably going to... I think I'm... Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> 